Jackie. Amy. This is the this is like a pre pre roll announcement. We we haven't even done our song yet, and here we are. And here we are. No, this is not a weird recording we happened to capture. <laughs> and one of us threw it up before the recording to embarrass the other one. This is <laughs> on purpose. This is yes. intentional. We're we are talking to you directly, the listener. Yes. You. Because we have something very important to announce. You're not in trouble. <laughs> this is not yet. Not yet. <laughs> it's not about that. This is this is about something very, very exciting. It's so exciting. Jackie and I, our podcast, Ho oh Yeah Podcast, the one that you are listening to right now. Right now. Has been nominated mm-hmm. for the People's Choice Category Award from mm-hmm. the Discover Pods Awards. 2020 version. <laughs> yes. Oh my gourd. I am so freaking excited. I can't I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I am overjoyed. I was up all last night. I cried a little bit this morning. And I just am so excited. We are so pleased and honored to even be listed. Like this is this is huge. This is such a big deal for us. Who who are we? The people's choice. That's who. That's who. <laughs> and who are the people? It's you. It's you. It's you beautiful, sexy, intelligent, funny, witty people that listen to us. And we are we're going to I know that you have been bombarded with voting shit but this might be even more important (laughs) than the election (laughs) and 10 billion times easier and less controversial so so much easier seriously so we are going to leave uh, a link in the show notes descriptions we've also put it on our instagram and our bio i've posted it to our facebook um Basically, anywhere you can find us, the link is there. But it'll be right here in the show notes. All you got to do, you put your email in. You just scroll down to it's to the people's choice. I think it's the third category. And you just click Ho oh Yeah Podcast. Scroll all the way down. Say, no, I don't want an, a newsletter. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Unless you do. But, I mean, I know you don't. Nobody does. And then submit. And that's all you have to do. Feel free to vote for other categories, whoever you want, if you want to. But if you don't want to deal with all that, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot of people. So a lot of podcasts. So don't worry about that. But if you just vote for us, it would mean the absolute world to us. And send us a screenshot to our email, hello at hoyapod.com with your email. And we will send you a thank you postcard that we are going to tongue kiss but we'll let it sit for a little while just in case there's any you know corona just so you know (laughs) yep so put your email in put your work email in put your parents Mm -hmm. email in all of your old yahoo hotmail emails um put in the 
email of all the people you hate. And when you scroll down, instead of clicking no, I don't want additional emails, click yes. Mm-hmm. Um, your work, did you say your work email? Yeah, your I did. work. Your, work. Uh, your old college emails. College emails. Do them all. Do your children's emails. Your I voted for my dad on my dad's behalf because I know he would never figure it out. So I did it for him. Mm-hmm. Um, vote on your elderly grandparents' behalf if they have an email. If not, make them an email and then vote on their behalf. Uh, and we, again, we will send you a personalized thank you kiss postcard that's right and you uh only need to vote for us you don't have to vote in every other category unless you're so inclined there are several and a lot of amazing podcasts in other categories but it doesn't have to be a thing no Mm -mm. so yeah please please do and also if you are international we had somebody just email us i do have international stamps so we will be sending you if you vote for us we will send you um, a kiss, an international kiss. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We're going to travel across the world to you, baby. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, so please, everyone, check out the link. We love you. We're so Thank excited. You. Thank you for everyone that helped us even get nominated. And yes. thank you for listening to this show. And thank you for voting. And thank you so much. We adore you. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get into the actual episode. Let's eh? get into the show. Cue music, and we will start singing now. Ready? Okay, and go. Blink, blink, ding, bling. Ding, 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 ding,
are about to get a treat and a trick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> dumb fucks! <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna trick your ass so good! <laughs> Today, we're doing things a little bit different. Mmm. Try not to get too scared. (laughs) (laughs) Because today we're doing season seven (gasps) episode nine. I'm about to get hit with a bout of diarrhea again. Just just hold it in for a second. Okay. (laughs) Pygmalion! That's right. Mm-hmm. We're doing Pygmalion. <laughs> oh, you thought that we wouldn't have to do this one for a long time, but guess what? We are, and I can't wait. It's one of my favorites. It's so fucked. Happy Halloween. <laughs> you wieners. You wieners. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, how are you doing? No, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm um, I'm good. I am good. Okay, (laughs) that's that's all I've got. How about you? I'm good. I'm good too. Okay, great. Okay, great. Um, yeah. Can I tell you a story? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I got a accidental uh dick pic sent to me. What? Yeah. Yeah, when? it was I, it was earlier this week, and I, I I have been thinking about it nonstop. Can you send it to me? <laughs> I already deleted it. No. I deleted it. Oh. I know, I know. So I I got a text message from a number that I didn't recognize. <gasps> so I opened it Amy, up. No and it way! Was what just, are the odds? I I know. Of course, this happens to me. Of course, this happens to me. This is the kind of shit that would happen to me. So. I get, I open it up and it's a fully blown cock. It's right there. It, no, hello. No, hey, how are you? Not, not even confirming who I am. So, so I'm like, <laughs> so I see this. Also, this guy shaved his whole fupa for this. He shaved his whole dick and balls 
fully smooth has a big old not that big but he had he had a he had his he was like squeezing it it looked like he was just like mad at it he was mad at it and and i just said who the fuck is this (laughs) i said what the fuck i was jesus christ (laughs) and they responded it's jason i was like who he's like i guess you're not carolyn He's he's like I must have misread a situation. I'm so sorry. But then at the end he was like, "But don't forget to vote. It's very important." <laughs> can, can I take a moment of your time and <laughs> now that I had your pledge to vote? Did you pledge to vote for Biden? <laughs> it's Jason with Florida Democrats. <laughs> They are finding new and creative ways. <laughs> that's, that's fucking hysterical. No, it was so, you know, and then he, and I just didn't respond. And he sent back, I'm so sorry. I must have missed. She obviously gave me a wrong number. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. And I, I just didn't. Of course, I didn't respond. I just deleted everything. But like, I felt like I had been attacked. Yes, I can't like, imagine. I was just, I was like, Oh, of course I laughed about it because, like, what are the odds? What are the odds of this happening to me? Of course, of course this happened to me. But then I was like, is this someone that I hooked up with before? Oh. And I was, I did take a quick little longer pick or, or peek at the wiener. And I was like, mm, that looks kind of familiar, but oh. not, not familiar enough. And then, so, like, and then I was like, okay, I, I, ugh, this is grossing me out. So, like, I put my finger over where his wiener was. And then I was, like, looking around the room to see if I saw any clues. <laughs> like, getting pictures in the background. <laughs> Family members or something. But I didn't. So, and also, poor Carolyn. She had to give this guy a fake number. And that's what mine. he responded with. Right. Unbelievable. I was like, well, at least he said I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh my but god. I'm. I was like, well, guess what, Jason? I'm gonna shame you on my podcast. Yeah, shame on you, Jason. <laughs> Don't just who blasts off a dick pic with no hello? How are you? Hey, Carolyn. It's Jason. Not even like a check this out. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Just a, just the picture. And I just, I laughed because I thought of him, like, shaving his crotch, making sure it looks all nice, setting up his, his room. Caroline's going to love Getting hard and thinking, this is it. This is going to get him. And then I'm just like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> well, I'm. So that's been on my mind all week long. I'm sorry that happened to you. That is, that's upsetting. And what are the <laughs> odds? So- but this isn't the first time that's happened to me. No. Uh, yes. No. So a couple of years ago, I got a, a just a picture of a dick sent to me from a number I didn't know. And I was like, what the fuck? Who the fuck is this? Again, <laughs> same situation. And But this one, they were like, I tried buying your, your truck from you a week ago because I had put like, I had like a uh ford explorer that i was selling i put it on craigslist so they had my number from that and they were like i've got money do you want to go on a date are you kidding i was like you piece of shit i hate you how much money do you have (gasps) this was 
like just, on purpose they were just like i don't want the truck but i yeah i'm gonna go for it i know i was like Ew. what the fuck man he didn't and and the other thing is, is like you don't even know who i am i could have been i mean i guess it didn't matter he, he would have taken anybody on a date unbelievable so disgusting it's crazy how often like, that happens i mean don't people realize nobody wants to look at that nobody wa- it's no not one. like boobs nobody wants to look at that like they look at <laughs> that because they have to <laughs> but no one's like "Ooh, that's great no one i i know i have never been like nice, nice. i've always been like all right oh, i know that this is part okay. of it so okay i know <laughs> there it is Ugh. Staring me in the face. So therefore, I have to accept this part of it. But (laughs) no one is ever like, I want to like see this like on display. Not ever. Uh, Not um, ever. No, no, no. And yeah, no. That so that was that was my week. Was that was that photo? Wow. Yep. (laughs) But anyway. Have, have any of you ever, listeners, have you ever gotten a random wrong phone number dick pic? Because my mom has. That happened what? to my mom, too. Yeah. Same what did she situation. say? She was so, so offended. Like, Of course. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, it's, and this was, you know, prior to this second time that I received a dick pic. I was like, it happened to me too. I know how it feels. And she's like, what is wrong with this world? What is wrong with, she's like, people, why, why are they doing this? I'm like, I don't know. So, and so I texted her when it happened. I was like, you remember when you got that um, random dick pic? And she says, unfortunately, yes. (laughs) I'm sure it's some kind of weird power thing, but when you're not expecting it, you feel so dumb, even though you didn't do anything wrong. Like anytime I, like the few times I've posted anything on um, Craigslist in the mm-hmm. past, first response always is something pornographic. Always. Oh, and if you're like, at, you know, the first like one or two times, you're just like, oh, somebody responded to like my ad. And then Yay, you open I'm it and you're just like, oh, damn it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> God. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry that happened to you. That's that's messed up. Oh, it's just uh, this. It's just it feels like it's a perfect example of the things that always happen to me. <laughs> I, I just, wish I wish there was something we could do about those people. Somebody suggested um, like geotagging the like creating a website like uh, whose dick is this and like posting it and then like geotag like putting either their phone number or like the location from the picture on it Ooh, that's a good idea i was like that's shame. Great. shame shame on you shame on you jason shame jason and also carolyn fuck you for giving him my number how could she have known i've done it before where i've just been like sure my number is blah 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 yeah blah 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 yeah yeah of course blah blah, blah, blah. i know but my god come on I know. So I had to get that. I had to get it. So (laughs) sorry. I'm okay. I've recovered. It's not. People don't do it. 
Don't do it. It's not funny. It's not cool. You're not powerful. Mm -mm. You're just gross. You're gross. And we all know. We know what what they look like. You're lonely. And there are better ways to handle this. Yes. You're you're lonely. You're You're lonely. lonely. (laughs) And you feel disempowered. And this is how you're trying to get your power back. And it's not. It's not the way to go about it. About mm-mm, it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. But I will say that earlier that day, somebody in a drive-thru gave me a free cookie. So I feel oh. like m- those two events canceled each other out. Like very nice. So my so my men, my men uh, quoted like they canceled each other out. It was still at a le- zero zero level. What kind of cookie? Chocolate chip. Good good. good. I know it was delicious. Okay. I was like, oh, thank you. Very nice. And then I got horny. Oh. <laughs> You hear that, everyone? If you want to get anyone horny, cookies, yes. not cock picks, picks. Yes, exactly. I was like, I was so like thankful. I was like, oh my god. And then I got, and it was like a compliment. And then I was like, oh my god. Mm. <laughs> As I was eating it, I was like, yeah. I was like, I will have sex with that man. <laughs> That's the way to do it. If you wanna, if you feel the need to uh, feel powerful in some way. Send a random cookie to a stranger and they'll be like, ooh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but yeah. I am into it. And now you you can feel powerful because you have like controlled this person in a certain way, but they're enjoying it too. Yeah. Okay. Cook send a cookie bouquet. Instant, instant slick fest. It's ready, mm-hmm. ready to go. Yeah. No one no one can get scared of a picture of a cookie. Like, who's stalking me? They could just be like, oh, what a happy accident. <laughs> oh. Well, anyway. Yeah. I'm excited about this very special Halloween episode. I love Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year we did, what was it? Halloween. Halloween. Is this, uh, is Pygmalion the only other Halloween episode? Yes, and we didn't do listener comments this time because we wanted to trick you all. We didn't want you to know that we were doing this one. (laughs) It's uh, half trick, half surprise. I know this episode is very divisive among people. Mm. Just the limited research I did, it was just like, people either absolutely love or absolutely hate this episode i've seen a couple websites rank it as the number one worst episode wow which i think is interesting i i'm not i'm i'd like to get more into that later on i'm curious as to why i mean i can understand maybe people having certain issues with it but to rank it as the worst yeah, I don't agree with it being the worst. I love this episode. I think it's great. I think it's fucked up, mm-hmm. and and it's in a perfect way. And uh, Michael Keaton mm-hmm. is incredible. I love. I've always loved Michael Keaton. Yeah. Always loved him. Uh, he seems really cool. And this episode is interesting too because it's so divisive, but also there's all this lore. Mm-hmm. and myth around it it's interesting how it has kind of it's interesting how i don't even know what i want to say it's interesting how this episode is kind of like 
it, it's a standalone episode. It's one that, like, when you say the name of it, you're gonna get reactions out of people. It like, really they stands. Which, yeah, they know which episode it is, and they're gonna be like, they're they're gonna have an opinion on it one way or the other. It's so polarizing. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be fun to get into it. Yet, 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 yet. But first, water. I gotta do water. Water, water. water. <laughs> you said I gotta poop. <laughs> no, no, no. I was gonna say we gotta get into shoutouts, but oh, we do need to do that. But <laughs> I need water first, and maybe I'll treat myself to a deuce. <laughs> All right. All right. The time has come, not for shoutouts, but for. Scream out! <gasps> was that a, a moan? Did somebody was somebody coming? <laughs> Here, let me let me try this. That was a right, little that bit better. Good. That was good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Here we go. All right. So my shout out this week comes from iTunes. And this is from Erky Rose 49. Ricky Rose 49. (laughs) And the subject says, take a salt tablet. (laughs) And the body says, now how are they going to get a five-star rating if we don't give them a five-star rating? Great point. Now get on here and give them a five-star rating. Thank you. You give them a five-star rating, I promise I'll kiss each and every one of you pansies right on the mouth. (laughs) Seriously, Amy and Jackie are a hilarious duo and do a great job recapping one of my favorite shows growing up. Their no-filter, unapologetic commentary is very refreshing, as many other podcasts tiptoe around heavy subjects or don't want their image tarnished because they let a curse word slip out or laughed at an immature joke. (laughs) Great job, ladies. Keep it up. TLMSR, Tom Landry Middle School. Rules! Rules! (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you. That was so... Thank you, Arcaris49. I love an immature joke. It's, I know. It's, all, it's my favorite. The older I get, the more immature my humor gets. For sure. Definitely. It's the only way to get through this painful world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So mine also comes from iTunes. <laughs> and this one's from Drunk Itch. <laughs> <laughs> a good one all right the subject it gets cut off uh, you know but it says one of the brightest parts and i'm going to just say of my life of my entire life i'm gonna look it up oh okay while you're doing that i'm gonna read it okay and they say i've been listening since day one subscribe to the patreon Woo! Woo! and i'm just barely getting around to writing a review oh, i love one of the brightest parts of my week of my week I'm still going with life. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I love driving to and from work while hearing Amy and Jackie review and discuss episodes, get into deep deep discussions, and cackle about each other's diarrhea. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Just just have to accept it. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, 
It definitely definitely feels like we're all best friends. We if you are. Love King of, uh, we are. If you love King of the Hill, this is absolutely the podcast for you. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Drunk Itch. Thank you. Appreciate it. And we are all best friends. We are. Anytime, just anytime I hear from anyone, I'm just like, I love you. I know. I know. (laughs) There's no reason for you to contact us. So it's so kind that you do. Thank you. I love you. I know. God. So, but you know what? I also, I want to do one more little shout out thing here because, uh, so last episode, we talked about our uh, snail trail mail, and yeah. uh, we got, I said we got something from Naomi from Over the Pond. Oh, is that from- the duck thing? Yes. Do- oh, oh, thank God. Yes. Tell yes. me, what, so, did, what does it mean? I'm going to play it because uh, Naomi sent us a, um, whatchamacallit, Ooh. like an audio, I know, an audio explaining it so we get to hear her accent or her like her imitation dialect her dialect and um she gives an explanation okay so are you ready yes okay okay oh ailt me duck right so (gasps) what ailt me duck actually means it's it's like saying hello dear or hello love um it's like a, a term of endearment and it originates from sort of the north of england and the midlands which is where i live um so yeah hey up me duck is just basically like saying hello how are you and hello love is another really common english term of endearment we call everyone love up in the north um oh. so yeah that's basically it it's it's a nice way it's a nice regional way of saying hello motherfucker um, love to you both. Um, yeah, this has been your tutorial on North of England and East Midland lingo. Laters. As a postscript, I absolutely love it when you guys do a British accent because I love how everyone talks oh like my. this, what, what, and everyone sounds like a posh Reginald Featherbottom third. Um, I absolutely love it when um, American people think we all sound like we're from Westminster. It's very good. <laughs> Keep doing it. Bye. Yeah. Westminster. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I was so excited to hear that. Oh, my God. What a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous voice. Oh, my God. I know. My whole body got warm the first time I heard that. I was oh. like, oh, Naomi. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Send us more audio. Oh, my God. God, mm-hmm. it was good. It was good. <laughs> oh my God, I love a good. I, for how small England is, it's fascinating how many different dialects there are. All are, they all sound so distinct. Mm-hmm. Will got to do. Um, he did a year in Sheffield, and I got to go visit him twice, and it was just oh my God, I could listen to people. Everyone sounds so different everywhere. I could listen to people talk in England all day long. And of course, anytime we do an accent, it's either Sir Reginald Featherbottom III or Harry Potter, which yeah. I'm sure must be infuriating, but <laughs> that's like the only reference I have, or probably some horrible uh, influence of like Johnny Depp in a pirate movie. Um, so I am so sorry, but I love it. I love it. I love it. I know. I love so it. good. 
It's so good. So thank you so for good. telling us what that meant. Ayup me duck. Ayup me duck. They didn't even say the word. <laughs> they don't. That's how they do it. They don't say the word. Perfect. <laughs> that that sounds just like, like in, Naomi. Like in uh, Westminster, where they have all those <laughs> right. dog shows. Oh, yeah. Those beautiful pups. Yeah. Thank you for explaining what that meant to us. But uh, and on the topic of snail snail trail mail, one thing, everybody's favorite thunder muffin. Sent us, <laughs> <laughs> sent us some stickies, some really? stickers, yes. And so Lee, Lee Berg, so Thunder Muffin. Lee Berg Art. Lee Berg Art, yep. He sent us pins with his Lee Berg Art on it. And some great little stickies. Some oh, pride ones. We've beautiful. Oh, yeah, pride stickers. One of Trump being punched in the face. That's awesome. Oh, love uh, it. Uh, let's see. A, a Southwest drink coupon. <laughs> I didn't see this. <laughs> what? He sent us two Southwest drink coupons. Oh, my That's God. That's awesome. Lee. They, they expired November 30th. <laughs> I'm still going to use them. I bet they're just like Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah, I know, right? What are you going to, like, oh, I'm sorry, it expired. Come on. Oh, really? Yeah. You'll take oh. my coupon. You're, you're going to take my fucking coupon. Oh, look, awesome. Uh, <laughs> a dually sticker that says everybody hates you. Ah, oh, these are so good. These are Damn, awesome. These are nice. Ugh. Thunder Muff, you rule. Thank you. Everyone rules. Oh, my God. I, Thunder I, Muffin, I, Lee, thank you. I love that southwest drink coupon that's fucking hilarious that yes send us your coupons yes <laughs> send us all of your expired <laughs> bed bath and beyond coupons please please <laughs> <laughs> send us all your good for one free coupons yeah <laughs> wow that those two things made my day yeah they're Just, awesome oh my god so good so good so that's that's it for my shout outs and snail trail mail. Yay. Um do we have And we're not doing any Patreon shout outs because nobody joined. So thanks for nothing. So our last one is still Blake and yeah. I haven't heard one way or another about Blake. No one has gotten any in- additional information to us about Blake. Um, I called on last week. I called on our Hoya army to get him. <laughs> so I'm still waiting to hear back about Blake. Yes, yes. We need so. we need deets. We need address. Um, we need maybe social. Uh, I color the color. street he or they grew up on. Mm-hmm. Um, mother's maiden name. name. Yes. Oh. Mm. <laughs> we're Jeez. gonna get you blake we're gonna we're get you for you. <laughs> we're gonna get you <laughs> we're gonna get you oh so yeah no patreon shout outs because you <laughs> hate us and i knew it i've always known it no i i get it it's been a busy week but seriously get blake <laughs> oh, all right i think that's it i think that's all the business huh yeah Alright. Well, Amy. Yep. The time has come to get 
into the episode. Yes. Pygmalion season seven, episode nine. <laughs> Air date. January 12th, 2003. Oh. Now, fun fact, this is a, this is an episode from season seven, but it was originally made for season five as a Halloween special, but was banned and held back by Fox until season seven due to the, quote, dark, and disturbing nature of the episode. Mm. Awesome. I love it. And here we go. Mm -hmm. So the episode starts with Hank and Peggy at a restaurant. Bobby's there too. And Luann happens to be, I mean, we're not in season seven or season five, so we don't necessarily know how Luann got this job or what the background information is. But Luann is working at this restaurant and Peggy looks over and sees her being chastised by her front of house manager. And Peggy takes it upon herself to walk over and quit for Luann. She quits oh on behalf of Luann. She's just like, you can't talk to Luann that way. And the lady's just like, well, she needs to shave up. And Peggy's like, well, guess what? She quits. And then the lady's like, well, wait, I'm... I wasn't going to fire her. And Peggy's like, too late for your apologies. We're leaving. And Luann's like, but wait, I wasn't trying to quit. So Peggy uh, costs Luann her job. Um, late- and, and Luann has a, a home at this point. Like she's This is when she's moved out of the Hills house, and she has bills she has to pay, Peggy. Oh, is she living with her in – is she living next door by this point? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I – I wasn't sure. That answers some of my later on questions. Okay, so good. Um, so later back at home, they're in Peggy's closet office, and Peggy's on her computer, and Luann's just like, you know, I kind of like that job. Or she doesn't say that. She's just like, or, you know, if you hadn't said anything, I would still have my job. And Peggy, in her very later seasons, Peggy Way says, like, well, you're welcome, but I'm not always going to be there to defend you, and you need to learn how to stand up for yourself. Just completely misinterpreting right. what Luann is saying. And uh, Luann is just like, well, I'd really like to start making decisions for myself. And Peggy's like, all right, I hear what you're saying. Here, I signed us up for this uh, lecture at the Annex about being an entrepreneur. I'll let you make the decision. Should we go at this time? Should we go at seven or should we go at nine? And Luann's like, I'd like to go at nine. And Peggy's like, "Mm, that time doesn't work for me. We're going at seven. So Peggy is just being very, very controlling. We cut to them at the annex and they're at this lecture. And the speaker at the lecture is introduced and it's a man named Trip Larson. And he's described as an innovator and an inventor in the pork community and he's just talking about his pork business he runs in town and his success and he catches sight of Luann and zeroes in on her 
And after the lecture is over, he goes right up to her and he's just like, I want to know more about you and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, you know, I did have a job and now I don't have a job, but I did like it. And he's like, you know what? If you like jobs so much, you should come work for me. And she's like, wow, that's really great of you. Great. So Luann has this job interview, but it happens to be at Tripp's house. It's like yeah. a little unorthodox, but Peggy notes that, you know, people in the pork industry are pretty unorthodox. <laughs> they play by their own rules. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. So Luann has to go to his incredibly large uh, estate for her interview, but Peggy's going with her. And they get there and Tripp's like, you know what? We're going up in this hot air balloon. Let's take a ride. Ugh. I'd be like, no, thank you. You wouldn't want to go in a hot air balloon? No, no. I uh, Sometimes I think yes, but then when I think about how absolutely terrifying that sounds, I'm like, oh, God, no, uh-uh. I'd go in one if it was tethered to the ground, if it was just like, yes. uh, you'll go up for like 10 minutes and then we'll bring you right back down. I'm not trying to travel by air balloon. No, 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 no. That's no, crazy. That. Yeah, that's insane. No, I... Would definitely do a tethered one, but not up in the air, air, up high. Is it even possible to steer it, or is it all by chance? I have no idea. My mom went in one once, and the winds, like, picked them up, and they had to, like, land in a neighborhood. What? Yes. An unplanned landing in a neighborhood? An unplanned landing in, in, like, a cul-de-sac. Unbelievable. I know. I, and my mom is absolutely terrified of heights. And I was like, how did you do that? She's like, it, it was terrible. Why would she? <laughs> why did she do it in the first place? I think she was a little drunk. Okay. <laughs> so she got some courage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know where uh, hot air balloons get off. Like, you can go up, you can go down, but you can't. I just don't see how you can steer it. I don't either. The I don't nerve. Know possible. The nerve. <laughs> The nerve. Anyway, so Trip takes Luann up in this hot air balloon. He leaves Peggy down on the ground. And while they're up there, he's just like saying all this smart stuff. And Luann's just like, you know, I feel like I should say that you know so much and I just don't know a lot. And I really don't want you to think I'm stupid. And Trip looks her in the eyes and he's just like, Luann, you're not stupid. You're ignorant. And she's like, um, I'm sorry, what? And he's like, no, that's a compliment. It's a compliment that you're right. ignorant, okay? Ignorant just means like you haven't had the chance to learn the wrong thing yet. And she's like, wow, no one's ever told me I was ignorant before. That's so kind and generous of you. <laughs> and then they start making out and Peggy's down on the ground and she's like, uh, that's not how you're supposed to interview people. That's not how I you know. God, poor honestly like gross fuck you man like you lured this woman trapped her on a hot air balloon endangered her life by being in a hot air balloon and then start making insult her and then make out with her yeah and she's into it she feels i know she's immediately into it because poor luann is oh luann she just wants to feel accepted and secure and loved i know Poor baby. So she's an easy target. She, it, yes, she is. Mm-hmm. That's ex- that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, he knew what he was doing. Yep. But he also might be insane and maybe doesn't fully know what he's doing. But he is very manipulative. Yeah. Uh, that night, 
after the interview, Peggy and Luann drive home and Luann runs into the house and tells Hank and Bobby, you know, like, Hank's like, how did it go? And she's like, it went great. And Hank's like, oh, so you got a job? And she's like, better. I'm his girlfriend now. And she just like (laughs) is so excited. And Hank and Peggy are both a little bit, a little wary of this guy. Because he's he's like, you know, Peggy says, um, he could be your father. Mm-hmm. He's old enough to be your father. And he's got you putting your hair in braids. Yeah. Like a child. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's creepy. He, it's I creepy. mean, he's styling her hair. I know. I know. Ugh. That's odd. It's controlling. Yeah. And so odd. Mm-hmm. I don't care how, like, I mean, her hair doesn't look that great. But even if he gave her the best hairstyle, it's odd. Read. So the next day or at some point after that, Hank and Peggy make a they take a trip to <laughs> they take a trip to Tripp's house <laughs> and uh, they they just want to talk to him a little bit and make sure that he's decent enough for Luann. Hank is immediately dazzled by Trip. <laughs> he really is. It happens so quickly. <laughs> They're both suspicious, but as soon as they get their trips, just like. Do you want to watch? I I have some very special sports bloopers that most people don't get to see. And Hank's like, okay, I'm a little bit interested. And Tripp's like, well, I have pictures of uh, people dressed up as snowmen on fire. (laughs) Are you interested in that? And Hank's like, I'm triple interested in that. (laughs) I'm into it. And Peggy's just like, oh, I don't know. Don't fall for this. And Hank's just like, it's snowmen on fire, Peggy. Come on. And eventually Trip takes Hank up into the, he takes Hank, no, he puts Hank up into the hot air balloon and <laughs> Hank is so excited because the hot air balloon is run by propane and Hank gets to experience like a whole new world of propane and he's so a new dazzled. World. A whole new world, a Ooh. dazzling place. I never knew. Hank says that in the episode. He just starts singing it, and he's so yeah. excited. Meanwhile, Trip's on the ground. He's holding onto the rope that's tethered to the balloon, and Peggy's just like, I've got your number, man. And he's just like, oh, yeah, you think you do? And he starts tugging on the rope, and the balloon starts to jostle. Oh, and it's kind Terrifying. Of, yep. And it's kind of like he's like, I have your husband's life in my hands. I have your niece's life in my hands. You really want to go against me? Look at how rich I am. Look at my balloon. I have everything, and I could destroy you and your entire life. And now Peggy is, like, really upset and really worried. She's got Tripp's number. But Hank doesn't realize any of this is going on. He's just still fully dazzled. That night, back at the Hill House, they're having dinner, and Peggy is still expressing her concerns and her suspicions about Tripp. And everyone is just like, you're crazy. You don't get it. Like, you're just not, you know, you're just being a real Peggy about this. Trip is cool. We all like him. Just get on board. Yeah. And even and even Hank was like, no, you know, Peggy's like, he was he willfully endangered your life. And Hank's like, well, think about it this way. He was just trying to keep it steady and all your constant yammering and nagging him was distracting him. And she's just like, what? (laughs) She's like, I was there. I saw him. 
Yeah. And Hank's just like, no, no, you were just distracting him. It's like, no, I was literally standing right there (laughs) watching him do this as he was threatening me. You just met this person. Trust me more than this person. (laughs) But Hank doesn't. He's too dazzled. So they're at dinner and they're kind of bickering a little bit about Trip. And then the doorbell rings. And Peggy gets up and she opens the door and she sees the corpse of a dead pig and she screams. Oh, that was a good one. Thank you. And she is horrified. She's like, this is a threat. Trip is threatening me. And Hank's like, no, this is such a nice gift. He works in the pork industry and he's giving us, look, he's giving us this entire whole pig uncut except for the head cut off. How (laughs) nice is that? We'll bring it in. We'll just cut it up. We'll butcher it ourselves, even though we have no experience in that. And it will be very weird and traumatic. (laughs) It's It's a nice gesture. And she's like, I don't feel like it is. I feel like it's a threat. But no one hears what Peggy's saying. Yeah. Peggy is so freaked out by Trip. She eventually is just like, Luann, Trip is crazy. You have to break up with him. Luann is like, You don't get him. I get him. You don't get him. Like, he gets me. He knows, he knows my worth. He recognizes that I'm a strong, independent, ignorant woman. And you're always trying to make my own decisions. And you know what? I don't need you. I'm out of here. She uh, ends up going to Tripp's house. She's so upset. She's crying. And she kind of just unloads on Trip, And she's just like, you know what? Thank you for listening to what I have to say. I'm very upset, but I'm going to go back home now. And I'll just do something mean to my Aunt Peggy. But <laughs> thank you for listening so to me. And Trip's like, Luann, you are home now. And she's like, what? And he's like, I took the liberty of having all of your things moved here. And she looks out the window and all of her furniture is come coming out of this truck. Um, and all of her belongings are being moved into his house. Uh, How exciting for Luann. She gets Ugh. to move into this mansion. Yes, with this monster. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great. Fun. Trip takes her up to her room. He's like, this is where you'll be staying this is your room and it's a beautiful room and she goes in and she's like oh my god i can't believe this is my room it's 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 it reminded me a little bit of the part when in beauty and the beast when Belle gets her own room and it's like wow this is a pretty nice room uh you know it i have my own bed and there's like a dresser and everything and there's like a big window it's cool um, and i'm a prisoner yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep great yep and uh, she's like, wow, I, like this is so nice, except where where are all my clothes? And he was like, I took the liberty of having your clothes shredded. And she's just like, well, well I need clothes, you know, like, what am I going to wear to dinner? And he's just like, oh, I have new clothes for you in the closet. And she looks in the closet and they're, it's the exact same dress copied a million times. It's like this milkmaid style mm-hmm. German Lederhosen style dress. Yeah. And she's like, it's all the exact same thing. And he's like, well, nothing's exactly the same. Everything has its own, like, little small flaw. Each flaw drives me incredibly insane. 
<laughs> and the it's camera happening. zooms in on his eyes, and you see how upset he is at imperfection. Mm-hmm. And Luann's just like, okay, maybe I'm starting to see some red flags here, but I'm not totally sure. <laughs> maybe now yeah. I'm starting to see some fucking red flags. That's, just now. That's like, you could see like the mild confusion and concern in her eyes, but it's easy for her to maybe brush it off a little bit. Uh, so she goes to bed that night in her gorgeous new giant room with all of her exact same dresses. And she wakes up in the night because she hears a weird, strange thudding in the, in the, somewhere in the house. And it's a giant, giant house, but it's, it's coming from somewhere in the house. It's louder, it, it's loud enough that it wakes her up. So she decides to get up in the night and investigate. And Smart. <laughs> right? No. Never leave your room. Lock, Lock the door. Your fucking door. Put in some earbuds. Put on a podcast and just ignore it. And then the next <laughs> day, go to your aunt's house. <laughs> so she gets up, she gets out of bed, she leaves her room, and she's walking through the hallways, just trying to follow this banging noise. Where is it coming from? What is that? There are so many mysteries. This house is so unfamiliar. I don't understand what's happening. She eventually follows the sound to the end of this long hallway to this door. And she opens the door. Oh, my God. Is that a giant massive pig on your bed? Or is that a mountain? I gotta, I gotta lie down. God, yeah, please lie down. She gets out of bed and she goes into the hallway and starts to follow this sound. And it eventually leads her down this hallway, down this corridor, and it's getting closer and closer. And finally, she comes to this door at the end of the hallway and she opens it. And a massive, massively chunky pig bursts out of the room and tackles her and it's snarling and there are boogers coming out of its nose and it's Ugh. drooling and it's <laughs> snarling and it's so fat its little legs barely touch the ground but it does tackle her and out of the darkness trip comes running and he grabs it and he's like get back in your room pig <laughs> and he shoves it back in the room and shuts the door. And he's like, are you okay? And Luann's like, what is going on? Why do you have a big fat pig here? What is happening? And he's just like, I don't want you to worry about this anymore. Go back to your room. I will send Blanca back up with a glass of milk, a warm glass of milk, which who even drinks that anymore? Ew. A warm glass of, a warm glass of milk to help you sleep. And you better fucking drink the entire glass. She's like, okay, I, okay, all right. And so Blanca comes and she drinks the glass of milk and she falls into a deep sleep. She wakes up the next morning and 
she opens her eyes and she notices my pillow feels wet. And when she looks over, she touches her head, she touches the pillow. And it's nothing but red. And it just looks like red blood covering her pillow, covering her head, covering her hands. And she screams. (laughs) And Trip comes running in and she's like, what? What is this? What's happening? And he's just like, oh, you were asleep for 14 hours. I took the liberty of dyeing your hair red. And she's like, why? Why would you do that? I like my hair. I liked my hair the way it was. And he was like, oh, that's no problem. If you don't like it, you can just shave your head. Yeah. She's like, we'll just shave it off. Yeah. And then they'll just grow back normal. And she's like, no, I already went through that once. I'll just deal with it. Fine. Mm-hmm. But Trip sees that she's upset. And he's like, you know what will make you feel better? A Halloween party. Also, can we talk about how he fucking drugged her? Yeah, that glass of milk, <laughs> 14 hours of sleep. I, I, I don't know that somebody's dyeing your hair? Yeah. You, she was she was fully drugged. How did he rinse it out? I don't think he did. It he like didn't. He just left it on there, yeah. He didn't, yeah. You know that shit. I mean, that pillow's ruined. But also, he drugged her. Yeah, what a waste <laughs> what of a pillow. What a waste of a pillow and drugs. I will say, though, when I my first reaction when I saw that was that I'd love to sleep for 14 hours. It, it does sound pretty good. It sounds really good. <laughs> we just need some drug-laced milk, I guess. Yeah. Bottle it. Sell it. I'll buy it. <laughs> I, would def- I know. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. So we cut to the Hill House and Hank and Peggy get an invitation to a Halloween party in the mail. And Hank's like, okay, we're going to a Halloween party. And Peggy's just like, I don't know if I should go. Like, things are so tense between me and Luann. But they end up going. And they get a really cute little couple's costume where Luann is wearing a poodle skirt. And Hank is basically wearing his same outfit. But I guess he's supposed to be a greaser and he has a fake cigarette pack rolled up on his sleeve. Uh, and they show up and they eventually find Luann and at first it's like kind of tense like oh hello Luann hello Aunt Peggy but I feel like Peggy kind of quickly picks up on that something's not quite right Luann is just looking a little bit like I don't know she she's just kind of not meeting their eye gaze and it's almost like she's trying too hard to like prove that everything's fine oh look here's Blanca this is my best friend here everything's fine okay and Blanca's there. Blanca's like, Mr. Tripp wants to see you. Come with me. Mm. And so Luann goes with Blanca and she goes to meet Tripp in the house in his office. And when she gets in there, Tripp is in his costume and he's dressed like a pig wearing a cape. Yeah, like King Pig. Yeah, like King Pig. Like like a very nice pig, but still a pig. Um, and Luann is just like, what? is your costume i don't understand what's going on i'm i'm confused i'm uneasy with everything what what is happening trip gets down on one knee he pulls a little tiny box out of his pocket and he opens it up and inside is a gorgeous engagement ring and she's just like oh my god are you proposing to me and he says luann will you marry this man <laughs> and out of the shadows comes some poor asshole Dressed in lederhosen <laughs> with an accordion. And now Luann is dressed like the 
Larson Pig Girl from the ad. And in that very ad is a guy in Lederhosen. And this guy is dressed just like the guy from the ad. And she's like, what is going on? And the guy's just like, I'm just trying to make a buck. I know, and- like, life is a series of compromises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my God, where was this guy's life before this? I that know. willing to do this. <laughs> how did how did Trip seduce this guy? And where has he been living? <laughs> did he dye his hair? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Trip's just like, will you marry this man? And will you both adopt me as your pig child? Just like in the act. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so nuts. <laughs> and... Luann is just like, this is insane. What is happening? I'm freaked out. Luann is so freaked out by this. I mean, everything has been just so weird and upsetting leading up to this point. And now Trip wants to be a pig. He wants Luann <laughs> to marry the stranger with an accordion. And he wants to be a pig for them. And Luann just can't handle it. And she runs. She runs out of the room. She runs away. Which is smart. I would also run away. Yes, that is smart. What is not smart is that Luann runs into the slaughterhouse factory. I know. Instead of two Aunt Peggy and Uncle Hank and being like, And the entire party! The entire party full of people! I know. There's an entire (laughs) party full of witnesses that she could run to. And it's brightly lit. She goes to a dark slaughterhouse on the other (laughs) side of the property. But that's what she does. She's scared. Who knows? We don't know what we would do in that kind of situation. Who knows? That's true. Trip chases her to, well, he like runs outside and he's running after her, but he runs into Peggy and he's just like, where is Luann? And Peggy's like, that's for me to know and for you to find out. And also for me to find out because I don't know where she went. (laughs) And Trip just runs past her and eventually tracks Luann down in this slaughterhouse. Mm-hmm. It's uh, your typical slaughterhouse-style slaughterhouse <laughs> that you'd see. <laughs> there are a lot of levers and conveyor belts and pigs, dead pigs hanging on hooks. It's Ugh. very creepy and upsetting. Luann's just like, leave me alone. And he's just like, no, I won't leave you alone. And... Hold on, now it's getting into nonsense. <laughs> now you're hammered. No, <laughs> I won't leave you alone. No. no, I don't know where I am. I lost my train of thought. You wish. <laughs> Trip eventually like grabs a hold of her and like they're. Like, she's trying to get away from him. They, like, wrestle onto this conveyor belt. It starts moving, and he's just like, this is just great. Now we're going to become sausages together. How wonderful is that? And she's just like, I'm not into it. And (laughs) Peggy catches up, and Peggy is in the slaughterhouse now, and she's pulling all these levers and pushing all these buttons and trying to make it stop, trying to help Luann. And Luann eventually is just like, I never agreed to be a sausage. And she jumps off of... (laughs) I explicitly did not want to be a sausage. You should have asked me first. It's polite. And 
she jumps off the conveyor belt onto a swinging pig going by and like manages to kind of get away from him that way but trip is still on the conveyor belt and now he's moving towards um I don't fully know how this conveyor belt works, but he goes through what looks like an electrocution portion where, I don't know, it's designed to electrocute the pigs. So terrible. And he's just like, yes, here it comes. I'm finally going to be a sausage. I'm excited. I'm glad. And he gets electrocuted and like drops down on the conveyor belt and he's quiet for a moment. And then he kind of looks up and he's just like, wait a second, where am I? I can finally think clearly for the first time in my life. What, what, what is going on? What have I done? What is happening? And just as he finally, for the first time in his sad life, regains or gains sanity, he turns. And the conveyor belt is bringing him towards a big, giant, stabby needle. And right when he realizes he's about to be stabbed and ripped apart by this needle, it's too late. He has one second of clarity in his entire life, and then he is sausageified, <laughs> and he dies. So, so brutal! Such a brutal fucking death for for a pig or a man, and my lord brutal brutal for a pig brutal for a man but i don't know what the writers were thinking but it just adds this extra level of fucked up where it's like all right he's the bad guy in this and he's about to be destroyed but they made the point to make him become sane in the last seconds of his life and to be like oh no what have i done and then he dies. I know. So he gets like, you. it's like this, it's not like this Um, where it's like, oh, good. Fuck that guy. Like, you know, yeah, he's like, oh, no. Now he's rehabilitated. Wait, wait, yes. wait, wait. Jump off. <laughs> and then he dies. And we cut to Luann and Peggy and they see it happen. And they shield their eyes. It's so upsetting. But now they're finally safe. And they leave. And they um, they immediately get over it. <laughs> they they are like, oh my god! They just see a man get impaled, and they're like, but you know what, Luann, you saved yourself, and you're your own woman. And Luann's like, I am, aren't I? Yeah. Let's go back to the party. <laughs> Luann learns a happy lesson and is empowered. <laughs> um, like he's Trip is killed, and then Peggy's just like, well guess what? I'm proud of you for standing up for yourself. You are your own woman. And Luann's like, thank you. And then the episode, Amy, what? And that's when the episode ends. Or does it? (gasps) What? Because there are many rumors and myths that there is an alternate ending to Mm -hmm. this episode. And I looked it up and found some uh, very interesting details. There are many myths on the internet. Myths, possibly, or fact, nobody knows Mm. that there was an original different ending to this. 
And I found uh, one person online who explains the alternative ending beautifully, and I'd like to share that with you. Yes, please. We all remember the 1997 series King of the Hill. I'm sure the Hill episode outright for many years afterwards because of how it ended. We made sure to ask all around if anybody had seen the original ending to an episode of King of the Hill that had been banned for years. No one seemed to know what we were talking about. All throughout, our investigation seemed fruitless, at least we thought so, until we met the man who would blow this case wide open. For transparency reasons, we'll just call him Todd. Todd was in his late 20s, a bit overweight, wore big round glasses that seemed too big for his head. Looked like he hadn't bathed in years. We asked Todd if he knew about the original airing of Pygmalion and how the ending went. He told us that, yes, he'd seen the episode when it first aired, and yes, he could tell us how that episode ended. It was like, really fucked up, man, he said. I had never seen anything like it. When Tripp was on that conveyor belt and saw that spike coming down, it was all over for him, man. Right after he saw it, it cut to a scene of the conveyor belt being splashed with lots of blood. It was only for a few seconds, man. What happened next? I asked him curiously. Man, well, it cut to Peggy and Luann getting sprayed with blood, dude. Like someone was pounding a human corpse with a meat tenderizer. And the blood splatter was landing every which way. Then I saw it. What remained of Trip fell off the conveyor belt and onto the floor. His remains were drawn with a lot more detail than usual. Almost like they were traced from a crime scene photo or something, bro. You sure about that? Pretty sure, bro. Anyway, after Peggy and Luann had their talk, the episode cut the Trip's mangled body one more time before going to credits. It was so jarring to see what looked like a rotoscope pile of human remains on the floor, only to then play upbeat music over the credits like usual. Stormy couldn't help but gasp at this. This was just so incredible to listen to. Jeez, I, I feel so sorry for you, you poor soul, she told Todd. Do you have a VHS tape of the ending or something or no? Uh, sure, but... Gotta warn you, seen better days. He left us for a minute to find the tape. He came back a moment later with the tape in his hand. Well, here it is, he announced us. The tape you've been looking for. Cool, I said. Can we watch it now? Sure thing, bro. <laughs> yeah, we started watching the tape. Brief parts we saw while Todd fast-forwarded through the tape didn't seem out of the ordinary, at least by King of the Hill standards. Then we got to the part that we wanted to see. The ending. The usual stuff happened. Peggy and Luann trying to get away from Trip, them tampering with the controls for the conveyor belt, Trip getting zapped in the head and being cured of his schizophrenia. Then we saw what Todd was talking about. Trip saw a spike coming down and was killed soon after. Drops of blood and brain matter spilled out onto the conveyor belt and onto Peggy and Luann. The two women seemed so traumatized having to witness a man being skewered to death right in front of them. However, it didn't seem to last long as they soon started talking about how this meant Luann was now her own woman or something. 
The final scene was a close-up of Tripp's mutilated corpse, which had just fallen off the conveyor belt and was not nearly as detailed as Todd had remembered it. it. Stayed on his bloodied remains for what felt like minutes on end before cutting to credits. My friends and I will never forget what we saw that day. We have nightmares about how Tripp died all the time. I'm sure Todd does too. One question remains. Who started the rumor about Tripp's corpse hanging in the background? The world may never know. <laughs> and there you have it. Was it real? Was it fake? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I... I doubt it was real. It was real. Oh, it was real. Did you see it? Yeah. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. <laughs> Let me see then, you liar. <laughs> All right, I'll send you a picture. No, you're going to send me something gross. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to send you a dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that to you. But I love I just love that. I mean, I uh I couldn't find like the narrator of that. I'll have to try and figure that out and looks like uh wait. Looks like that was posted by somebody named Ichobod, which is cute. And they told that really well and really creepy. But I just love that it, it wasn't just that person. There were so many other people. I mean, there were arguments online on Reddit about, no, I swear I saw it. No, this is a myth. No, it's it's real. No, it's not real. And it's just so interesting how this episode has just become its own thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like the Berenstain Bears argument. Yeah, like, the Mandela you, I effect. swear... Yeah, yeah, you, you, I saw it this way, I saw that, I swear. So, I had never heard of that since, you know, before we started recording. Somebody posted it, I think Laura posted it in our Facebook group. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it sounds pretty brutal. I mean, it's a brutal, it's, it's even brutal to, like, the suggestion of it. You know, like, yeah. knowing that he got impaled, even though we didn't see it happen, but, like, adding blood splatter getting onto them and all that like that that would be a whole that would be a whole other level and then like seeing his mutilated body <laughs> yeah i mean i i still think it's so brutal that they made the point to make him like in his final moments regain or just like gain this clarity mm -hmm. and uh, uh, there's something so brutal about right before you're punished for your crimes to feel the weight of what you've done and, and realize the, the wrongs you've done and then to meet your doom, it's like, oh my God, that is so brutal. And then to add another, possibly, you know, supposedly, add another layer of like your mutilated body is so just brutal. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I would like to see if that is, you know, if if anybody has a copy of that. <laughs> yeah, and we will reach out to Michael Keaton to see what he has to say, um, and we'll let you know uh, what 
he says back. But that's basically the episode. Yeah. So, Amy, give it to us. All right. First of all, well done, Jackie. Very Thanks. well done. You really, you, you sold the creepiness factor for sure. I tried. You did great. Okay. So let's see here. Yeah, I, as I have said before, you know, I like this episode. And... I guess because it is creepy, but it's I'm a big scaredy cat. Like I'm a huge scaredy cat. I don't like scary movies or anything like that. But this one, it didn't feel like super spooky to me. I don't know why. Uh, it just didn't. But like, it is creepy because Trip is terrifying. Mm -hmm. He's terrifying, and I think part of that. Is, I mean, well, a big part of it is Michael Keaton's oh. acting. He's incredible. He uh, also kind of looks scary, and it's his eyebrows. It's the very arched eyebrows. You know what? I've always loved Michael Keaton. I love so many movies he does, but since I was a little kid, he's reminded me of my dad because, and I've told people this, because he has the same eyebrows as my dad. So it's so <laughs> funny that you say that. Sorry. No, but hey. I have my dad's eyebrows, so you're basically telling me I have Michael Keaton's eyebrows, and I love it. I think Michael Keaton's hot, so there's that. He's incredible. Um, but yeah, the 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 voice that he uses for it's just it's good. It's mm -hmm. so good. Um, so I just I really loved his performance as Trip Larson. He did such a good job. Um, I wrote down I want to try an onion loaf. I guess. Oh, that's from the very beginning. <laughs> I was like, what's an onion loaf? That sounds good. <laughs> I I don't remember that at all. So it's from the restaurant in the oh. very beginning. <laughs> I must have been hungry. <laughs> Is that like a blooming onion? I, I don't know. Or I I was thinking it was like like a loaf of bread that had like oniony taste to it and i fucking love onions so. all right real uh real quick uh tip if you have triple a then you get a free blooming onion from any outback steakhouse <gasps> what but i will warn you you'll get it you'll eat two bites and you'll be like this was not worth it uh, dude so i went on so a date greasy. with I went on a date with a guy and he's gonna be so mad because he listens to the podcast and he shout out to you he demands that I say his name and I refuse to just to spite him. <laughs> so <laughs> he's going to be so mad. He's going to be so mad. <laughs> but anyway, we went to, we went on a date and we went to Outback and which, because I think he had, he had like a gift card. <laughs> so we went to, we went to shitty ass Outback and we got, I was like, Fuck yeah, I'm getting a blooming onion. I haven't had one of those in years. And I took like exactly like you said, I took like three bites and I was like, this is fucking disgusting. It's so greasy. It's like it's good, but it's too much. It's so greasy. I felt like I was like, I just felt slick I need all to over shower. my body. I need to wash my and face. And then he proceeded to eat the entire thing. Oh, come he on. Ate he ate so much food. I just was like, what's, I was like, what are you doing? You are eating so much 
<laughs> you can't hook up with someone like that then. You're just going to slide right off. We did make out afterwards, and it was like a Slippery. hot onion breath. It was disgusting. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Listen, if you have something to say, if you want to defend yourself, you're welcome to join our Patreon and pay $10 to defend yourself, friend. I dare you. Yeah, I d- d- double I will, dog I'm dare not going to let... No, go ahead. Join our Patreon. You'll never be on our show. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, yeah. So (laughs) I said I wanted to try an onion loaf. If it's like a blooming onion, then fuck no. But if it's bread (laughs) with lots of onion in it, that sounds great. Sure. (laughs) Okay, so back to the episode. I am starving now. <laughs> Go get some food. I just ate a plate of fried chicken while you were <laughs> recapping I the episode. I know I was watching you. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like I'm late. I just okay, listen everyone. I'm really hungover, so I'm laying in my bed. <laughs> and I was eating fried chicken. <laughs> I know I was trying to tell the story, but I was just watching you and I was like no 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 no. Oh god, sorry Jackie. Oh, no. such a nightmare. No, no, no. So, okay. Um, it, I like some of these. Oh, oh, from from Hank when he's in the the hot air balloon and he goes, Peggy, I feel like Neil Armstrong up here. I can see everybody's gutters and they look great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. Oh, oh, when I love this when when Luann discovers the pig in the house and she's like. Why is there a pig in the house? And he goes, oh, don't tell me you're jealous. (laughs) What? Jealous? (laughs) And when he, when they're at the learning annex and they're talking about, uh, or, or Trip is up there giving his speech, he says something like, he goes, we kill more pigs than, well, pig hepatitis. Oh, I love that. He, he, yeah, he says, because I wrote that down, my great grandfather started larson pork products with little more than three pigs and a killing hammer today <laughs> i'm proud to say we kill more pigs than pig hepatitis <laughs> a killing hammer i know <laughs> i imagine it's just a hammer it's just a hammer it's gotta be just a hammer they just mallet the shit out of a pig oh. until it's dead poor baby i know i uh when they're at when peggy and hank are at trip's house and trip shows hank the the l5 or whatever that pig is called like the J- and it's yeah. just it's just the it's, it's just a f- fat it's fat walking and <laughs> it's just a fucking unit it's a, it is it is a straight up unit it's practically square <laughs> um <laughs> so and and Hank, instead of being like horrified by this poor animal's condition, can't even walk, uh, the pig collapses and Hank just goes, Aw, just like a baby. <laughs> hey, Peggy, remind you of someone when he was a baby? <laughs> <laughs> and then what does he say? Like, I wish I could eat that with a spoon or something. And then, oh, yeah, he goes, He's like, I, it look, looks like I could eat it with a spoon. <laughs> And Trip goes, give me five years and you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Um, it, it cracked me up when <laughs> Luann sneaks into his, like, private study and she's looking at the the magazine. And then 
she's like, what the fuck? And all of a sudden, Trip pops up from behind the chair. He's just like, ba-bing! Yes. <laughs> That's so creepy. We just hiding behind the chair. Yeah. <laughs> also, I want to say that I would lose my goddamn mind if someone shredded all of my clothing. I know. I mean, I... it's one thing. Luann wears the same thing every day. Just her red right. shorts and her green top. But you have just a beautiful collection of clothing. I would I would lose my goddamn mind. I would be furious. Furious. I, the only way the I know. I would be the same. I I love my clothing. I love it. I know. I know. The only way they could fix it if they were just like here's a $50,000 shopping spree and I'd be like all forgiven. <laughs> yeah seriously but if somebody shredded all of your clothes and then they're just like look in your closet right now and it was the exact same (laughs) dress a million times over i know poor luann she's like "Ooh, so excited at first but then she's like but wait wait (laughs) it's the same it's the exact same fucking peasant dress that i don't like yeah her titties looked good in it though she's gonna look good in everything or she looked great in that dress but uh, who wears that she can't wear that to the store not that he wants her to go to the store. No, no. Oh, no, no, no. She's not allowed to leave. Mm-mm. So that's, I mean, that's kind of all I wrote down. I mean, I, hold on. Oh, another, and another great, you know, Peggy thing. <laughs> Where uh, Trip is giving his, his speech and Luann asks a question to Peggy and he's like, I think you, excuse me, ma'am. I think you had a question. And so Peggy cuts her off. She's like, yes. I do. <laughs> and then she says, she just makes a statement and he goes, well, actually that's more of a comment, not a question. And she goes, well, thank you. I think so too. <laughs> I wrote that part down where uh, Luann whispers something to Peggy and Trip notices and he's like, young lady, you have a question? And Luann starts to answer, oh, well, I, and then P- Peggy to this prompt, young lady, you have a question? And Peggy just butts in and she's just like, yes, I find that I'm too busy succeeding. So I have trouble remembering all of my bright ideas. That's why I keep them in a file. And Tripp's just like, "Um, well, that was more of a comment, not a question. And Peggy's like, why, thank you. I think so too. unbelievable i know but it's a classic it's a classic peggy episode in the sense in in like that she is right she's right in this episode she's annoying and she's you know definitely overbearing with um luann for sure but she was right about trip the entire time like nobody was listening to her and she was like no he's out of his goddamn mind i know but because she's so overbearing it's easy for everyone to just dismiss her you know i mean even even up until the end luann is running away from trip she's in the slaughterhouse and then peggy finally catches up and bursts in and she's like don't worry luann i'm here to fix everything i know (laughs) Uh, she's just taking it all upon herself but no one wants to hear what she has to say because she's so unbearable yeah I know, but I do loved. I do love when Peggy just fucking kicked that door in. I was like, hell yeah! Oh yeah, With those big sixteen, big oh, bam! Yep, yeah. she was like coming through. Oh hell yeah, yeah, boy. Bigfoot pride. Hell yeah! <laughs> so yeah, that's all I've got. How about you? 
Um, let's see. I had a lot of the same ones. I do like when Luann, after they're at the annex and, and Peggy and Luann go home and Luann's all excited because she has this quote-unquote interview. And this is before Hank has met Trip, and he's concerned and he's just like, oh, you know, be careful. You know, sometimes men aren't interested in what they say they're interested in. To put it bluntly, they're more interested in something else. And <laughs> Luann's like, oh, you mean sex? And Hank is like basically running out of the room. And he's like, no, 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 no. And he walks out of the room. And then he pokes his head back in and he's just like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of when my dad tried to give me that talk when I was like 20. Oh, my God. I was like, he's like, well, you know, guys, you know, they want, you know, they say one thing, but they really just want the other. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm getting dick pics all the time from strangers. <laughs> what are you talking? I'm well aware. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> um let's see i like <laughs> there's just like we don't see dale or bill or boomhauer too much in this episode but there is one part in between scenes where we see the guys in the alleyway and dale's just like so whose house are we gonna t are we gonna be tp'ing this year and bill's just like probably mine again <laughs> 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 oh poor bill i know I said a lot of my quotes in the episode too, but uh, I think this might be the last thing I wrote down where at the end it's after Trip passed away. Again, I I can't get over how horrifying it is that they made a point to have him become <laughs> sane before he's horribly mutilated, but he's dead. <laughs> he's a sausage now. And Luann <laughs> says to Peggy, well, at least Trip seemed happy, and now he's in a better place. Just trying, basically, I'm sure she's just trying to comfort herself. You know, this is some kind of yeah. self self soothing thing. And Peggy's just like, yeah. "Honey, Trip had a mental breakdown and is now a sausage. That's not a better place." <laughs> God, Peggy, <laughs> you're being way too much of a helper now. You don't have to like over explain everything. <laughs> I. No, Luann just needed that small bit of comfort. But yeah. You don't have to rip that away. I just saw a man get like stabbed to death and turned into a sausage. I need to at least find some peace. And Peggy's like, nope, no. I need a silver lining here. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Peggy's definitely going to put this down in her murder scrapbook. <laughs> and she's going to be like, that's what I helped that. Yeah. She I basically did. I mean, she turned on all the levers. Yeah. Well, he told her, he, he was like, turn on the left lever or pull it. That's And true. that's what started the. She was like, you got it. Sure, no problem. So that's basically it. I, I do. I was nervous to do this episode because it is so controversial, controversial. And I like this episode, but I know that it's a little bit dark. And I was like, oh, is this too dark? But. I there are so many good moments in this episode mm -hmm. and Michael Keaton just kills it. He's so yeah. good. I can't wait to reach out to him for comment. <laughs> we will keep you posted on what he has to say. Um I'm sure he'll get back to us. Right I'm sure away. he will. Why wouldn't he? Well, well, come on, yeah. 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 I mean, he's in quarantine too. He's got nothing but time. So I mean, it would you know, it's obviously he's gonna remember everything about a guest moment. 
on a show from an animated like, what, show from yeah. years, <laughs> 17 years ago. Yep. You'll remember. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that's about it. All right. And we don't have any listener comments because we tricked you all. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm so, I'm so excited we got to hear from listeners in the beginning of the episode, hearing, uh, like reading those beautiful reviews, mm. uh, getting those stickers from Lee, and then of course hearing No Mio Mio Mio's beautiful voice. I, I'm I'm gonna be soothed by that for the like next two days. I'm I know just so pleased. I know it's so so lovely, lovely. It it really was. I know. Like I said, like I was like, oh wow, what a what a sexy, lovely voice. Yeah, truly. I, like, I, seriously, I got warm all over my body. Yes, but, I, I did mean, too. You know, I get turned on pretty easily. I got turned on by a cookie the other day, so, you know. I'm turned on, but in, like, like a heartwarming way. I don't even know how to describe that. It's like your heart is hard. It's like, it might be, like, um, hope, which I haven't <laughs> felt for a while. <laughs> it's... Something I'm not familiar with, this feeling. It's like I'm horny for happiness. What's that called? <laughs> so thank you, Nomio Mio, and everyone else. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Well, are you ready for trivia then? I am. I only have one. All right. Spooky trivia. I have two. Okay. You want me to you want me to go first? No, I'll go first, because I have two. You have one. No, I'm going for fine. Okay, no, you go first actually. That's good if you go first. Just in case I just in case I have yours. I bet I bet we have the same one. I doubt it. What is the title of Trip Larson's autobiography that Peggy is reading? Ooh. Oh my god. Mm. Sausage for one. <laughs> No, but that would have been a good one. <laughs> it's called Whole Hog. <gasps> Ooh. Mm. I did not catch that. That's a good one. All right, I'll give you my two then. Yeah. I'll give you my crappy one first, huh? Great. All right. Peggy is a silver slipper daughter to where? Fuck. I know it, but I cannot remember the name. Um... something dance oh i don't i can't dance dancers united dance dancers get let theater dance theater of arlen yes the dance theater of arlen oh i was trying to like figure out what you were mouthing so i was just going la la i was to be fair i was definitely doing too much tongue all right my second question amy yes what country makes the best monoculars austria yes Now, Amy, do you know what the next episode is? It was the one that we were supposed to do (laughs) for this week, which 
Oh my God, I can't remember. <laughs> I know, I'm having trouble myself. Let, let's see. Uh, oh, Dogdale Afternoon. Yes! Ooh! That's it. I was excited to do that, but now that's going to be yours. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. <laughs> that was my plan all along. Well, it worked out. <laughs> well. All right. Okay. Yeah. We're done, baby. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, leave five-star reviews on iTunes. Plus. What? <laughs> I said please, but I said oh. it in a weird way. <laughs> please. Plus, Plus. Leave us five-star reviews on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook group. I don't know. Leave us voicemails. Yeah. Do all of that stuff. And also uh send us stuff in the mail and we love you we love you and happy happy halloween it's the best mm -hmm. time of the year i know we can't really go out i know that that's a little bit iffy some places but mm -hmm. carve a pumpkin dress up eat some candy watch a scary movie and just have a good time and and we're having mm -hmm. a good time with you and we love you Yes. Yes, we do. Happy Halloween! <laughs> <laughs> and until... <laughs> and until next time... Vaya Ew, are those flies? Yeah. Yeah. We'll see you next Halloween. Do 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 do. And uh, you know, have a have a good time this Halloween. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Amy just came. <laughs>